0: Welcome to Creator Fundamentals. My name is Dan Courier, and I am here to help you build a foundation for YouTube success. For those of you who are new to Creator Fundamentals, Creator Fundamentals was designed to help you build a foundation for YouTube success. And what that means is helping your channel work smarter rather than harder so you can focus on making excellent content. So today I wanted to talk a little bit uh, briefly about how to grow your YouTube channel faster. Now uh, a lot of people Uh, claim to want to know how to do this, but there are plenty of YouTubers that don't follow these simple um, fundamentals to get that job done. So today I'm going to share those with you, remind you of what they are, and really let you know that uh, these are tried and true um, fundamental practices that every YouTuber interested in growing a small channel. Uh, should be doing with every video. Now, a lot of YouTubers have the bad habit of looking at really large YouTubers and saying, well, they don't do it. Why should I? And the reality is once a channel gets to a certain size, it generates its own promotion. You have somebody like Casey Neistat or PewDiePie. They don't have to do any type of metadata because there's so much information out there about their channel. YouTube already knows how to promote them. Uh, And the purpose of metadata, or sometimes you'll hear it referred to as SEO, which is search engine optimization, uh, basically has to do with providing um, details about the content of your video to YouTube so it can process that information and try to pair your content with people who have similar interests and may want to watch that. The better job you do at properly describing your video, the better off and the higher chance you have that your video will return in the search results of viewers and help you get more views and more watch time and ultimately grow your channel faster. Now, there's some pretty basic stuff here that uh, you should be doing, and I just wanted to outline those for you. You may or may not have heard of keyword research. If you haven't heard of it yet, uh, now is the time to get started on it. There's a number of different ways to perform keyword research, but I'll share with you the basic process of how it works. Rather than creating a video and then trying to come up with keyword phrases related to it, whenever possible, you want to consider thinking of a topic, a video topic, and then uh, playing with keyword phrases by searching for them in the YouTube search bar. Now when you do this, Uh, As you type, YouTube is going to type ahead and show you keyword phrases that people are actually searching for. If you're typing out a keyword phrase and you hit spacebar and it doesn't uh, suggest the next word to you, there's a good chance that people aren't searching for that actual phrase and you may want to consider using something else. So once you have that keyword phrase, once you've settled on it, and it may take you a little while to go through some variables and, and when you are searching for phrases that people are actually using. Uh, You want to be aware of the result count with the idea that it's going to be much easier for your video to show up on the first page of the search results when you're competing against 30,000 results than it is when you've chosen a keyword phrase that returns 30 million results. And what you really want to do as a small YouTube channel is try to find those smaller search result keyword phrases um, that are going to allow you to rank. Now granted the traffic On those keyword phrases is smaller, but because it is, it allows you to rank your videos. And what happens is it's basically like a dripping faucet. And you will get your video on the first page. And as people search for that term, which is going to be a little slower than some, you know, highly popular phrases, uh, your watch time and views build up on that video. Eventually, uh, you know, you've completely flooded the sink and it overflows and then your video pops and suddenly YouTube grabs onto it, starts suggesting it to, uh, as, um, a possible video to watch and other videos. And that's how videos really explode on YouTube. So you definitely want to, uh, find a keyword phrase. People are actually searching and then, um, make sure that the traffic or the search results are are not ridiculous, are not in the millions, so it's something that you could actually compete in. So once you've done that, then we're gonna talk about how to use that keyword phrase in your metadata. so now you have your keyword phrase and you have to put it in your metadata or SEO and as we mentioned earlier SEO stands for search engine optimization information about your video to allow people to find it on YouTube so what you're going to do is you're going to take that keyword phrase exactly how you phrased it when you determined it was the one to go with you're going to use that as the title of your video with nothing else around it you don't want to switch around the order of the words you don't want to put like vlog number one in front of it or anything after it you're going to search Uh, for just that keyword phrase and what that's going to do is it's going to give you relevancy when somebody searches for that term and you're the one video or one of a handful of videos out there that matches the search term exactly that is going to give your video the best chance of being presented first or high in the search order um, and hopefully on that first page so you want to use that that search phrase in its entirety um, to get the best chance of getting it as high up in the keyword rankings and search results as possible. So once you've done that you also want to incorporate that keyword phrase into your description. Try to include it early on in the description um, and uh, you know whether you just put it at the top and then you go into your description or you actually tie it into a paragraph, Uh, you just want to make sure it's in there. So once you've done those two things, obviously you want to take that entire keyword phrase and put it in your keywords. And once you've done that, you want to start to build your keyword phrases around that. You can do searches on YouTube um, in the same way you search for this one and try to find similar um, phrases that are related to it that you can also add to your keywords and uh, allow Uh, you know, the possibility of maybe um, showing up in the results of multiple keywords, the more keyword phrases uh, that you're able to rank in, the more of those drips you're going to get from those views from the different searches that are performed by users. So uh, you definitely want that opportunity to have a couple ranking uh, keyword phrases to help that video grow faster and eventually pop. One of the things to remember, it's a, it's a really common occurrence is that videos can sit there and perform relatively uh, uneventfully, I guess, um, or unimpressively for a long period of time. It can be three months, six months, seven months, eight months, and then all of a sudden pop because they've accumulated watch time. They've suddenly gained you know, more authority in whatever topic that they're on and then that video can just explode and you can start getting a ton of views and watch time on it. So it's important not to be discouraged if you don't nail a bunch of keyword phrases in the beginning. Don't uh, try not to mess with your information uh, after you've established it and just let it go. And then some point in the future, you you know, it may may uh, start growing rapidly for you. So. That's why you wanna make sure that you got everything uh, nailed down before you actually do the video. So it's there, it's in place, and it is uh, ready to go. And it knows exactly what to do uh, when it's time in the the uh, spotlight arrives and the watch time has accumulated and uh, YouTube starts suggesting it on other videos. So after you have taken care of the metadata, um, what you really need to focus on is your thumbnails. Alright, so we'll talk about thumbnails as much as we can in podcast format. Again, if you would like to build a foundation for YouTube success and help grow your YouTube channel faster, definitely want to head over to YouTube and check out Creator Fundamentals. That's youtube.com slash creatorfundamentals, or just search for Creator Fundamentals in the search bar. Uh, There are some videos over there on how to do thumbnails, but I want to share you, share with you my basic philosophy or what I've come to understand as the best way to make my personal thumbnails. Uh, And this has come after a number of different iterations, trying to lock in a formula that can be consistent uh, and really helps uh, to get people to click on the video. Now, the one thing you wanna consider when uh, working on thumbnails is the branding of your channel as a whole. You wanna make sure that your channel icon, your channel art, and your thumbnails are all tied together in a cohesive branding message. You want people to understand that your thumbnails go with your channel, you want your channel art to tell everybody what your channel is about, uh, and you want people to understand or recognize that when they come across the video that it is clearly yours and no one else's and it comes from your channel. And the way you do that is by having that consistent branding. Now, if you're somebody who appears in your thumbnails, it's very important Um, Or it's a very good idea to include yourself, your image, your face on your thumbnails. Now, when I first started doing this, I said, okay, well, I'm in my videos. I want my face on my thumbnails, So I'm just going to do a screen print with my face on it. And I did that for a while. But the reality is trying to get a high quality image on your thumbnail is difficult to do with a video screen print. It's something that you can use as a stopgap until you figure out uh, how to do a little uh, photo editing and kind of improve that look. Um, and that is what basically what I did. Uh, but once you're able to, uh, you want to learn how to uh, kind of step that up a little bit and use some type of photo editor to kind of make um, your thumbnails pop. Uh, the way I did it, I used a free program called GIMP. Um, and then I took some a variety of photographs of just my face and facial expressions in front of my green screen. And then I used GIMP to remove the background. And I added a border around my image just to make it stand out. And that gave me a way to include my face on every thumbnail regardless of what uh, actually happened in the video. Now, this is going to be... Um, very helpful because one of the other things that I discovered when I was using that other practice of trying to take a screen print and use it as a video is sometimes stuff got in the way there wasn't a clear picture it was hard to get a crystal clear screenshot uh, so doing this and taking pictures of yourself and getting those already makes them available to you to uh, pop on your thumbnail whenever you need to now I also ended up instead of going with a busy background uh, you know, from a video Uh, I actually decided to use at first a solid background and then I switched to a background that had a little more texture. But here's the basic layout of my thumbnails and why I do it that way. So basically every one of my thumbnails has the same background. It's like a blue graphite background. Uh, I put my picture to the right side of the thumbnail and I put Um, some type of abbreviated keyword phrase on the left. Now, the reason I put my face on the right is because in the lower right-hand corner, you have the timestamp that appears in all your thumbnails to show how long the video is, and that can get in the way of your text, and then people can't read your thumbnails. So you always wanna make sure you keep your text on the left, your image on the right, and that's gonna help you have thumbnails that people can actually read. And if you put your face on the right side all the time, then you never have to worry about it covering up your text. Now, the other thing that people sometimes do is they try to repeat their title in the words they put on their thumbnail, and you don't really wanna do this. What you actually wanna do is come up with something catchy that causes people to read your title, and your title can tell them exactly what the video is about. You don't wanna be misleading in the words you put on your thumbnail, but you want it to intrigue the viewer and get them to pay attention and, uh you know, there's a number of different ways that you can do that. Again, the there's we've talked about clickbait on the Creative Fundamentals channel before, and clickbait is only a negative thing if you don't deliver on the promise that it, um, if it suggests. You know, obviously, if you show a shark eating the Titanic, then you're probably not going to be able to deliver on that. But if you, um, you know present a topic in an exciting way or an interesting way, and then within the video you deliver on that promise, then you know that uh, you've done a good job in capturing their attention. All right. So after you have captured their attention with that, again, they're going to look at your title. They're going to understand what the video is about, and you want that to drive them to click on your video. Um, it's basically the way you want to look at it is you want those two. Um, your thumbnail and your title are kind of like tag team partners and they work together to get that click. Your thumbnail needs to stop that person from browsing by and, and pique their interest and then the two of them together uh, need to present the content of your video in a meaningful way, in an intriguing way that gets them to click on the video and see what you're all about. Uh, that's going to get your views and then obviously in the few, after you've got this nailed down for all your videos, you got to work on being able to keep them watching your video through engagement. Uh, and, you know, making them them interested in the concept and and using some techniques that that keep them watching your video. But uh, that is um, the basics of how a thumbnail can be composed. Now, the way I actually put all that together, as I mentioned, I do the cutout of my face in GIMP. And what I actually do is after I've done a couple of those, I upload them to the TubeBuddy app. And... uh, Create all my thumbnails in the TubeBuddy app. If you haven't uh, signed up for TubeBuddy, I highly recommend it. Um, You can go to tubebuddy.com slash creator fundamentals and get signed up at TubeBuddy for free. And uh, that is an absolutely awesome tool, has a bunch of free features. Plus they also have a number of tiers of paid service that I think are, are super worth it as well. Um, But uh, you definitely want to check out the free version and uh, see all the different ways that it can help you. But um, that's how I actually do every one of my thumbnails. If you check out the thumbnails at Creative Fundamentals on YouTube, uh, that is where I actually compose them. So I upload the individual elements, I grab the text from the tool itself, and that is how I create my thumbnails. So. I think that's all the time we have for today. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube, what are you waiting for? Head over to youtube.com slash creator fundamentals and let's get started on growing your channel and together we can build a foundation for YouTube success. There's not a lot to it. It's not a you know, rocket science, Uh, it's just some fundamental things that people tend to overlook when they're focused on making content. So once you learn them, they become second nature, you get them going with every video, and then you can focus on creating uh, better and better content. So again, I appreciate you listening. Uh, if you know anybody else who you think could benefit from this type of uh, information, uh, feel free to share this podcast with them, uh, You know, and I will try to make these, these um, podcasts as often as, bo- as possible. You can take me out when you go for a walk or a run or exercise, bike, or at the gym, whatever the case may be. Uh, I want to be here to provide you with the information in an easy-to-consume fashion. So that's all the time for today. My name is Dan Currier, and you've been listening to Creator Fundamentals. Thank you.